Hi, you're listening to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. This is the one hour a week where my boyfriend, John, is allowed to talk to me about wrestling. And sometimes I know things too. Here we go. So if I just stay perfectly still, and uh, you might not hear me sometimes because the mic might cut out. But you know what? If this podcast is about anything, it's about silencing a woman's voice. So yeah. it's thematic. We'll consider the technical difficulty thematic. That's right. Okay, so John, um, what's uh, what's going on? Well, it's actually funny that you that we talk about the technical difficulties that you're having with the uh, the wire and silencing your voice and everything. Because mm-hmm. I really wanted to start this off by giving you a platform to talk about your wrestling, which is Jurassic the Jurassic Park series. And well, just if you wanted to give a quick update on Jurassic I'm World not Dominion. I'm prepared for this. Okay. Well, you we, can't just spring things on me. Well, we've been talking about it a lot. I'm not. I don't have my notes. Maybe by the end you'll have something also, for your final thoughts. Also, this has nothing to do with wrestling. I know. Well, I mean, in many ways. Don't act like I'm a Make-A-Wish kid and you've got to think of something fun for me god can you imagine if you were a -A make-a-wish kid and being on this podcast was your your the Uh, best they could get you yeah really well john cena wasn't available but we got a podcast that sometimes mentions him yeah no thanks um yeah no jurassic world dominion came out and it got really bad reviews but i really liked it and i saw it three times in the theater what do you want me to say it's really fun and i and uh and 4dx Oh, yeah, we saw it in 4DX, and 4DX I do recommend for movies like Jurassic World Dominion if you uh, want to feel like you're on a two-and-a-half-hour Universal Studios ride. Yeah. I think a, a better narrative, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, also, a PSA, this wasn't my experience, but you told me this, and then I I did see this in the lobby uh, of the movie theater. Don't bring a dog. Oh, yeah. People have been bringing dogs to movie theaters lately. There's a dog in one of my showings that barked. And then the one I went to with John, uh, someone also brought a dog that was walking around off leash in yeah. the lobby. Just just a, just a free dog. Yeah. And was that, maybe, it was, maybe they did it as kind of a metaphor for, because Jurassic World Dominion is about dinosaurs living among us, like, unrestrained. Or maybe, John, I don't know, maybe the dog wanted to see the movie. That's true. It might you have. Know? Maybe the dog is a member of the family. Wanted to see the movie. That's true. And they were like, okay, and they got him a seat. Maybe he has his own seat. Have you ever thought about that? Maybe they dropped him Maybe off like sits... when you're a little kid and your parents will be yeah. like, okay, we're going to drop you off in the movie theater Maybe and we're going to pick you up. Maybe they gave him 20 bucks in his little mouth that he can use to get concessions. Yeah. And then he sits on his own little seat with all four of his little paws. And he sits like a like a dog would sit, but on a human seat. Yeah. And but it's hard because he, he doesn't weigh it down enough. And yeah. Well... He was a small dog. He was he like a little was, chihuahua. He was a little chihuahua. But that's okay, though, because when the seat is up, that's almost better for him because mm-hmm. he's little. Oh, yeah. So he, he sits on the on the edge of the seat that's up, yeah. you know? So that's how dogs see movies. Um, well, I think we're doing pretty well for you <laughs> not having any notes. Should we, should, should we should talk we, about wrestling? I, I, we could talk about dinosaurs a little more. I mean... Uh, we're not talking about dinosaurs. We're talking about how dogs see movies. That's true. Dogs are my our favorite dinosaurs. dinosaur. My favorite dinosaur from Jurassic World is Knife Hands. Which one was Knife Hands? Knife Hands, the mean bird with knives for hands. Oh yeah, yeah, the one that was just on the ice with them. 
No, 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 oh, no, no. That was a different mean bird. There was okay. a second mean bird, the one that when Bryce Dallas Howard is stuck in the jump seat oh. and the bird's like... It knocks away that deer? It makes a terrible noise. Yeah, it knocks away the deer. It appears to be a plant eater, but it's still just mean. Yeah, it's just a mean... It's like, oh, that that's a plant eater. Oh, but he, he's an herbivore, but he's, he's a mean bastard. But he's a mean one. He's just a he has, jerk. And he has knives for hands. Like, imagine a moose... But like giant, much bigger, and with knives for hands. Be hard for him to walk. Yeah. That deer also. If I do have a note for that movie, it's just that that mo- that deer would not have remained so close to something so big and loud. Yeah. I feel like a deer would absolutely have run away from yeah, that. Yeah, sure. It wouldn't just be casually standing there eating. Yeah. I mean, who knows how dinosaurs would. Uh, interact with our ecosystem as that deer got knocked away i was like we had a deal <laughs> like you know yeah maybe he doesn't care about we had it an understanding maybe he's a stupid deer maybe. um you know maybe we can hear things the deer can't because the 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 filmmaker wanted to communicate how big the dinosaur was mm. um, to us, the audience. Maybe, but perhaps that sound isn't isn't audible to the deer in that in that world. You know, deer cannot hear dinosaurs. It's yeah. impossible. Scientifically impossible. Yeah, I mean, maybe we don't know. We don't There's know because no dinosaurs don't exist. There's no way to know. Yeah, no um, way to know. So anyway, is there anything to talk about with wrestling this week, or do you just want me to keep talking about Jurassic Park? Uh, well, there was a wrestling thing. Uh, if you if you watch the show Young Justice, which is a DC Comics I animated watch, series on I HBO, I only watch Old Justice. But I, go ahead, old, old Justice is about an old old judge, um, who uh, lives on an island and uh, only l- oversees uh, court cases of old people uh, regarding old things. Oh, boy. he lives on an island, huh? Yeah. I thought you were going to say like beach stuff. An island of old people. Oh, boy. And who are dealing with old things, like old property rights and, mm-hmm. and butter churns and and, oh. and washing boards. And, Somebody um, stole my Model T. And the, the copyright to Happy Birthday. Oh, yeah. You know, things like that. That's true. Really old things. You're right. Anyway, well, it's called Old Justice, and it's on uh, TV Land at... Um, TV Land Plus? TV, it's on TV Land Plus. Okay. Stream all the episodes now. This doesn't exist. I'm worried. Okay. I'm old worried justice. one of our two fans is going to think I'm being serious. Oh, old not. Justice. This is a really bad, really intricate bit. Yeah. Anyway, and, Young Justice is a show about DC comic superheroes. And, and in it, there was a character who was bleeding. And there was a cliffhanger where he thought they were dead. But then they revealed in the latest episode that they actually cut their forehead to make it look like they were bleeding a lot, or so that they would bleed a lot and make the a character think that they were dead. They also slowed their breathing to the point that they sounded like they were not dead and their heart was, or they sounded like they were dead because they weren't breathing and their heart didn't um, work. But anyway, they, they bladed. This character bladed. In wrestling, you cut your forehead with a razor blade so that... And then your opponent thinks you're dead. Yeah, yeah. It's so like they bears. leave. yeah. No one can survive a cut on the forehead. Yeah. So they just see a bunch of blood. Yeah. Um, but I was just, and they, they even said it's an old pro wrestling trick. Yeah. So they even you mentioned slow it. slow your breathing as yeah. slow as it can go and let your heart mm-hmm. stop. And once the whole crowd and your opponent thinks you're dead, then you jump back up. <laughs> uh, ha ha, I'm back from the dead. And they freak them out. Yeah. 
Um, no, but it is a uh, blading is a thing, and it's just interesting to see it represented in a in a show. I never would have expected it to be in. Yeah, so there's comic that. books and wrestling never overlap. No, that's crazy. Anyway, New Japan. Uh, so Jurassic Park wasn't the only thing that had a Dominion. New Japan Pro Wrestling also had their annual Dominion. Do they have a knife hands? Uh, hmm. Do they have an Angry Bird knife hands dinosaur? You got a couple of guys who could be considered Angry Birds, but I don't know about, mm. none of them have knives on mm. hand. I'm trying to think. There's a guy named Sho that has a, a wrench that he hits people with. Um, that's close enough. Yeah, that's okay. Okay, yeah. So anyway, uh, but um, well, they use those blades to cut their foreheads sometimes. Well, the New Japan doesn't really blade too much. They don't bleed a lot over there. Yeah, but that doesn't have anything to do with Jurassic Park. Oh, no, oh, no. you mean for the knife hands thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, but yeah. Anyway, so they had their their annual Dominion pay per view. Um, it's pretty good. Bunch of title changes. They're setting it up for Forbidden Door. This is their last big show before their uh, crossover with AEW. Yeah. Um, Jay White, Switchblade. I should say. So he's got some. He doesn't have knives, but he's it's in his name. Yeah. Um, Switchblade Jay White, he uh, won the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship from uh, Okada. So I think it was the right move. I think Okada's great, but I think it was time for Jay White to, to get another run on top. And he's going to, they seem to be really pushing Bullet Club again. That's good. Well, I was going to say we could call the dinosaur from Jurassic World um, Switchblade, but I don't think that would work because he has many blades. So um, maybe. You want which blade? Which blade no. are you talking about? Because he's got different blades. Oh, that's kind of cute. Okay, I'm going to think more on what n- we can name this dinosaur. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're happy that uh, Jay White won. Yeah, he's um, a super obnoxious like piece of shit character. He's very so good. So you at... love that the obnoxious white guy won? Um, yeah, he's from New Zealand, though, so feels less <laughs> problematic. It's like he's a, an American white guy. Yeah, famously, yeah. no one in New Zealand's ever been problematic. I mean, yeah. Uh, when you compare it to America, I feel like. Well, yeah, except for Sauron, canonically from New Zealand. All right, you hobbits. <laughs> yeah, I might everybody rings. Sauron and Saruman. Dis- can distribute the rings that to whole, everybody. That whole thing took place in New Zealand, so. Yeah, right. Now, everybody, I made, a, I made a certain amount for each person, for each type of race. Yeah, see? he's di- He divided the races up and gave him special jewelry. Yeah, it was very, everybody, everybody thought he was being, like, really nice, but he was just trying to start no. a race war. Anytime people give gifts based on race, it's, uh, sometimes it's a red flag. You know when you think, yeah, we, yeah. 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 I feel like there's a lot of systemic issues in Lord of the Rings they did not touch upon. It's like, why did, shouldn't we talk about how we're all... I guess they did. They did. They did talk about it because they were trying to become together. But then they were also yeah. just trying to make the men lead. So I, there's some yeah. issues, some stuff going on. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so a uh, big bunch of big bunch of stuff happened. Um, big bunch of stuff. Big bunch of stuff. That's their next show and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Big bunch of stuff. Um, Will Osprey won the uh, United States title. Uh, which is kind of almost a cursed championship at this point because they had um, this guy Kenta lost the title to Tanahashi. 
Mm-hmm. But he like, I think he broke his nose or he got really, he got very injured in the match. But then like, I can't even remember exactly what the, what the, um, the thing was going on here, but somebody was, or the, you know, the title lineage, but Tanahashi had it and then he lost it to Sonata. Sonata's like a big guy in New Japan who, there was his first singles championship there. And, um, but then he, Will Ospreay actually accidentally kicked him in the face in a New Japan Cup match and broke his orbital bone. So he had a he was out for a while, so they had to strip him of the title. So it's vacant. What's an orbital bone? It's around your oh eye. My God. Oh yeah. no, not that bone. Yeah, he's okay. That's now. an important bone. It is. It was pretty fucked up for a while afterwards, but he's okay That's now. That's one of those bones that you sleep on because you don't realize how important it is until it, it gets broken. Oh yeah. God, I hope I never break mine. I don't ever want to break my orbital bone. Oh, that's the most important bone to me. Oh no. Oh no. I'm sorry I brought this oh, into your life. Oh, I'm gonna worry about this all the time. Oh, yeah, Anne doesn't want to come out to... Yeah, she's worried about breaking her orbital bone. <laughs> I gotta protect We're my orbital bone. We're going to dinner. There's more than one too, right? I'm assuming there's one on each side? Yeah, so my orbital bones really so, is what yeah, I'm worried yeah. about. I got two to worry about. Yeah. So Sorry. he broke that and then he Ugh. had to vacate the title and then they had um, a match between Tanahashi and uh, Tomohiro Ishii to crown a new champion which was one <laughs> by Tanahashi again. Mm-hmm. Uh and then he defended it in a four way match on a on a US New Japan show um against Will Ospreay, AEW's John Moxley, mm. and this guy Juice Robinson, who just uh, turned heel and joined Bullet Club. Uh he's actually engaged to Tony Storm. Fun fact. Oh, um, I know about Tony Storm. Yeah, She's so, one of the wrestlers I know about. Yeah, so. you know about her. And mm-hmm. so uh Juice Robinson won, and they were going to push this guy, Juice Robinson, calls himself Rock Hard Juice Robinson, which is very Ew, silly. All of that is, uh, yeah. what? And then, so, then he got appendicitis, and they just stripped him of the title recently, so then they just had... Yeah, he was how's to, he like that Rock Hard Juice <laughs> from the appendicitis? Yeah. It's frozen, frozen. Um, yeah. But anyway, so then they had to have another championship match. Uh, he was supposed to defend it against Sonata and Will Ospreay at the pay-per-view, but uh, he was appendicitis, so they stripped him of the title. So then um, Will Ospreay won it, and I guess he's taking it to Forbidden Door. Um, so well, just a great. lot of crap happening with that. Um, hopefully oh. it's okay now and everybody's fine. But How's my orbital bone look? How, how do both of my orbital bones look? Intact. Are they okay? They look okay. all right. I need to find a special hat. Yeah. Just walking around wearing goggles everywhere. Uh, but there's oh, that's a good idea. They also announced the G1 Climax 32 participants. <clears throat> All right. So normally is that they, different than the G1 regular, or is this the it's same? the whole thing? It's, oh, it's the same okay. thing. Same thing. Yeah, G1 Climax is like the whole name of it. Okay. Um, and it's their annual heavyweight tournament, round robin style. It's like best of the Super Juniors, except mm-hmm. they're seniors. Um, <clears throat> and. Uh, not like old Justice seniors, but they're uh, oh, I was heavyweights. Oh, oh, I thought it was senior heavyweights. Um, oh, I thought it was like the senior PGA Tour or something. Yeah, maybe I guess. Um, but they uh, they're the heavyweight guys, and normally they do two blocks, A block and B block, and then everybody wrestles everybody in each block, and then the winners of each block, whoever has the most points at the end of each block, wrestles each other in the finals. But this year, they're doing four blocks. With less guys, so I guess it's like easier oh, on them, so they only guys. have to have okay. six matches in each block as opposed to nine. Well, yeah, because also like 
the thing that strikes me about that initially is like it's wrestling, so it's like script. It's not fake, but it is scripted. So it seems like the the need to actually have everybody compete is a little superfluous. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it is. It makes it feel more like a sport. I don't know. Just it yeah, makes I guess it, if you're really committed to the charade, then okay. Yeah, it just makes it. I just like the presentation of it, and you get really cool matchups that you wouldn't get otherwise, yeah, and people okay. get upsets. Um, all right. Sometimes it is. It is a little much to watch all of them, though. Um, which is great for these guys that they're not going to have to wrestle as many matches. But if I'm going to watch this whole thing, that means I have to watch like almost twice as like I think over a hundred if I'm doing this. Uh, in Why? My head. Why do you have to do that? Because I have to. Why? Because, because long ago in a previous life, a different, my spirit was in the body of somebody who felt that they didn't need to listen to all the instructions for something and it ended up killing them. So now, today I am a completionist. Well, that guy sounds like he had an awesome life though. Yeah, he had some. If he had something to read that was like um was he like a pilot or something yeah maybe be pretty sick if he was yeah i can't think of anybody who would like be reading something and dealing with something so important unless they're like in a war and they didn't read the instructions on like their rocket launcher yeah maybe maybe it pointed away from themselves and they shot themselves in the face with their own rocket launcher yeah but that was me in a previous life wow Okay, well, and I'm then, sorry that I ever questioned this. That was in World War II, and then there was like either I wasn't born for like 40 years, or uh, I had a real short life in the middle there. Or you were in another war. You know, there's other conflicts. I'm just assuming that you're between World War II and today. There've been many, many. No, other I know, conflicts. but I'm just saying. There's. I'm just saying for the soul. Like I, the the old the the old me must have died before the new me could be born. Right. So what you're saying is maybe I was in I was a younger um, man in an, or something in a in a in a in a in a war and that's why I died so young. In between. Just because yeah. World War Two ended in 1945. Right. I was only born 40 years later in 1985. So you would, if there was another life in between there, you have to sandwich it between those two. Why do you have to sandwich it in between? Or Those I could have two. several even shorter, more tragic lives. Wait, I'm confused how World War II enters into this at all. Well, I'm assuming that World War II was where I shot myself with a rocket launcher, but I suppose it could have yeah, been a more recent why, war. That's why I'm confused, because I'm like, why does it war? have to be World War II? You're right. It could have been a more recent war. <laughs> I was, that's the point I, I was making. I didn't even they had bazookas back in World War II. <laughs> but that's the point I was making, is that, you know... So I was some. The world is full of war. Yeah, I was in. Uh, Unless you think, for some reason, in your past life, you had to be white. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting little bias. We I only know the American wars because those are the only ones I was. I think I got the propaganda for. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, I, I mean, it's not okay. Gladly You're take some propaganda. I know that. So canceled. I so, know that. Don't... So canceled. I'm going to Old Justice Island. Don't worry. We're not even 20 minutes in, and we've already canceled you. I know. My God. Like every episode. Yeah, really. Um. Okay. Anyway, right, so now? let's move on to stuff. I tried to actually organize this this time. Wow. So we'll see. So I'm thinking with the four blocks, I'm thinking they do. A block winner versus B block winner, C block winner versus D block winner, and then they 
have like two semifinals and then the winners of each one. They haven't decided this. They haven't announced that. They just oh. announced that they that this is the they announced who's in it. There's only one AEW representative, and it's Lance Archer, who already was in New Japan, and everybody was kind of hoping for Brian Danielson to be in it, but he wasn't. But it's okay. Maybe next year. Um, but speaking of Brian Danielson, uh, and some Forbidden Door updates, Zack Saber Jr., who uh-huh. is a great technical wrestler and big New Japan star, who we have been wanting to face Brian Danielson, issued a challenge. To Brian Danielson. Oh boy! He told him he's very British, and he told him he's like, if you're done playing golf with your Blackpool Country Club, Blackpool Combat Club, he called it the Blackpool Country Club. Then you know, meet me at Forbidden Door, and we'll see who the best technical wrestler in the world is. He called him uh, American Bollocks, American Bollocks instead of mm. American Dragon, and and then he was like, uh, by the way, it's fucking me. And it's like British. He curses a lot. Yeah, um, but it's fucking him. What? He's the fucking best technical wrestler in the world. Oh, okay. Um. So that's gonna be great. Uh, hopefully nobody else gets hurt. Um, the main event is set for Forbidden Door. The inter or one of the main events, I guess, the interim AEW World Championship match. It's mm-hmm. gonna be John Moxley from AEW versus Hiroshi Tanahashi from New Japan and they're going to battle for the interim AEW world title that they'll someone will hold until CM Punk comes back mm-hmm. and then they have to face him. Um, it's almost certainly going to be John Moxley, but they've been building to this match for a long time. We thought it was going to happen on a different show, but it it's happening now and that's great. Yeah. Um, it would be great if Tanahashi won and had to like stick around in AEW for a while, um, but we'll see what happens. So you, wanna, you want him to be like captured yeah you want him to get kind of caught up in some bureaucracy where he can't go home yeah wow yeah you must you really hate this way. dude no i just think it would be fun for us <laughs> but in other on well, some well i'll announce uh, this first AEW also in relation to this pay-per-view have announced a new championship now i thought they were going mm. to announce trios a trios championship should be you know three on three wrestling matches, right? Yeah. Uh, which they've was it kind three? Of, is it three teams of three on? It's three? two teams of three typically. Oh, okay. That's um, that messes it all up. It should be three teams of three on three. Yeah. The nine way, the nine man, nine person championship. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So I thought they're going to do that. They've alluded to the fact that they're going to announce that. They have not yet, but they did announce the AEW. All Atlantic Championship, which could be a mistake because uh, they have a bunch of championships at this point, and they have all the Ring of Honor championships now, kind of floating around. Um, but we'll see what happens because I think they want to use it as like an international title, ooh, um, to like be in other promotions, hopefully. So that'll be fun. Uh, every person they've announced for this tournament is not American, um, so I think it's supposed to be like the. The one, yeah, I think it's supposed to be like an international title that travels. So what um, you're saying is AEW is anti-America? Uh, I think so. Yeah, it's not American. Elite you're wrestling. saying it's been like taken over by immigrants and like it's now like communist. Should I just not agree with these things immediately? I keep agreeing with them. Immediately yeah, no, you I, shouldn't because I'm doing a bit of yeah, being yeah. A, a, a a stupid person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So stupid. <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> uh, mm. But anyway, but they, uh, so this guy Pack beat Buddy Matthews on uh, on Dynamite last week in a, in a great match. Mm-hmm. Um, he's from the UK. He's going to be going to, there's a, there's a couple matches. The winners of the matches will go on to a, a four-way match at uh, Forbidden Door for this championship. Mm. And so it's him. Then we have Miro, who just returned, the guy who's like turning on God and said he's going to invade heaven and like take it over. Oh, yeah. I did um, see that promo. So him and this other guy, Ethan Page, this like cocky Canadian guy, I think Miro is going to beat him and go on to the pay-per-view. And then Malachi Black, the, the scary like cult guy, versus Penta Oscuro, who is the who is like also kind of a scary skeleton zombie guy, uh, Luchador. Um, and then... The thing about this podcast that regularly drives me nuts is that you will casually mention something that like, oh, you know that guy who's going to like fight God and invade heaven? Yeah. Anyway, he's going to wrestle this guy and then, then, then you just I'm blow trying to, past. I'm trying to get through stuff. You blow past the headline. It's what we call burying the lead mm-hmm. where the most interesting thing is something you just blow right past. Well, what what do you want to know? Well, he's going to fight God and take over heaven. Well, Let's eventually, he's got to win down. the All-Atlantic Championship first. Yeah, that is the first step to fighting yeah, God. Yeah. You have to become to the take Atlantic. take over the Atlantic Ocean. You got to take over the Atlantic Ocean. You know, that's, the, that's God's seas, trade route. Seven seas that you must become king of, and then you can... Yeah, it's like a video game. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Well, he, you know, he was God's champion. He felt God had ordained him as champion. He was like, by divine right, he was the TNT champion. And then... He lost the TNT championship and said that he was, and so now he was like, why would you forsake me like this? And then. It's almost like, like God doesn't care about the TNT championship. I mean, if there's one championship. That's disturbing. I mean, you know, I guess it's not the main title. Yeah. It's like, does God even watch TNT? What if he doesn't? What if God doesn't know about TNT? We got to tell them. Yeah, we do. All right, let's go to church. Okay. See, it's hard to riff with an improviser because they just say yes. I know. We're not going to church. I told you every week with this. You were like, let's go to church. Let's go to church. Let's go to church. We got to pray for our orbital bones. God. Yeah. See? God, please protect our orbital bones. I can't suggest any stupid, dumb idea because my, my boyfriend's an improviser and he'll just say, okay. And? And I'll be like... Oh, no. I like how in this, uh, the yes and part is me going like, yes, and, and then I make you, the and is supposed to be me adding something and not just asking you to continue and elaborate, uh, though that's a more fun way to improvise. Yeah, um, that would be funny. I don't know if I've ever been more insulted than being called an improviser. I only spent like $8,000 on classes, okay? Yeah. I was never, I was never on Harold Knight at UCB. I'm, I was never a professional improviser. Were you on Lloyd? No. Oh. No, okay. I got one. I got a callback for Lloyd. Oh, that's huge. Before, before when it was only one callback. Yeah. So there wasn't this two callback nonsense that they were right. doing. No. So I got. I made it to the to the end, to the bitter end. Yeah. I didn't get it. That's like uh, being uh, a jack or a joker in the deck, you know. A jack. A jack is an important card. Yeah, I know, but like yeah. a callback for Lloyd is like you know. I'll be a in the step jack. removed from being on Lloyd, which is a step removed from being on Harold. So it's like it's like a bronze medal. 
Okay. Well, I guess the nine would be that because the nine is like almost. Or I guess the ten okay. is kind of. Okay. All right. Anyway. I, I'm done with this. Okay. So Miro's going to fucking fuck up God. He's going to kick his ass and take his house. Uh, but first, he's got to beat oh, all boy. ego Ethan Page to get there. Yeah. Um, and then New Japan just announced their uh, their because they have they were supposed to have the fourth spot is going to be New Japan a New Japan guy, mm-hmm. and they announced the four that they're going to do their own like mini tournaments. So There's going to be two matches, and the winners of those two matches will face each other in a final match, and then the winner of that match goes on to the four way at Forbidden Door. And they announced Tomohiro Ishii, who is going to be on this pay per view in some way, shape, or form because he's one like one of their biggest stars. He's very popular in america and he does american shows a lot um and then three guys who are absolutely not gonna win mm-hmm. um there's this guy yoshinobu kanemaru who is like he's a sort of an older guy he was a big junior heavyweight guy in pro wrestling noah which was a big wrestling promotion in japan and now he's sort of like an older vet guy he's still fun he cheats a lot he drinks like whiskey and spits it in people's faces um Ooh. yeah um and he's fun, but he's not going to win. And then this guy, Clark Connors, who's like a young, up-and-coming um, guy in New Japan. He just graduated from their LA dojo as a young lion, and now he's like, he was just in Best of the Super Juniors, and I would like him a lot, but he's not going to win this. And then this guy, Tomoaki Hanma, who, I mean, he did like have a spinal injury a couple years ago and was like temporarily paralyzed, but now is wrestling again. But he's really bad. He moves really badly. His voice is like literally sent. (laughs) That's what his voice sounds like. He's really just kind of disturbing to watch wrestle at this point. Uh, And he's definitely not going to be on this pay-per-view, although it would be really interesting if he was. So Ishii's going to win that whole thing. And he's going to go to the pay-per-view. The other big thing is that CMLL, I think the oldest active wrestling promotion in the world. What's that stand for? I Consejo Mundial de lucha libre oh wow i'm impressed that you yes, got that which i believe translates to world wrestling council i believe um not world wrestling council in puerto rico that's a different okay one but anyway uh cmll is one of the biggest it's one of the two biggest wrestling promotions in mexico um it's that and triple a or triple a uh and they don't like each other at all it's mostly on CMLL. CMLL works with New Japan a lot. The New Japan sends guys there on excursion. Uh, that's where Los Ingobernables came from, which became a faction in New Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they do not allow New Japan to like cross over with AAA at all. And so Andrade in AEW tweeted a thing about how he's like, I can't work with New Japan because of AAA. And mm-hmm. so now there's reports coming out that Andrade... Penta and then um, Ray Phoenix, who are all tri- also signed to AAA, but also are, they're signed to AAA and AEW, won't be able to work Forbidden Door because CMLL won't like won't allow it. Oh boy! So if you have money, I guess bet on Malachi Black because it doesn't look like Penta is making it to the pay per view. Yeah. Um, Unless it's all a work. It could be a work. I don't think so though because CMLL really hates AAA uh, for whatever reason. Hmm, maybe they stole its girlfriend. Hmm. Yes, and? Oh, god damn it. What else happened? <laughs> I improvised like a little boy getting told a story by his grandma. What, what else? <laughs> what then? 
Oh, Christ, we got to get these kids <laughs> in improv 101. I can't be doing <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so what else is going on in wrestling? Oh, but that big controversy wasn't enough. Um, well, another AEW news, Jeff Hardy, wrestling legend, got his third DUI. Woo! Blew it to a, a .294, I think, uh, leaving a Dave and Buster's. Um, I think he were, I think he were, like did a concert or something the night before, and then he was like leaving in the morning. So I guess he was just there drinking all night or something. So he had a whole big thing where he left Look, WWE. What happens at Dave and Buster's stays at Dave and Buster's. Okay, That's things right. get crazy there. Well, Dave is pretty tight-lipped about stuff, but Buster is kind of a. Buster's the whole thing. I know. Well, that Buster Dave, just... Dave. Dave just co-signs the leases. Buster's the guy running the joint. Dave is the straight-laced, uh, you know, Felix Unger. And then Buster's the, you know, come on, man. We got to have arcade games. Yeah. Um, So this is his third DUI in like, within like 10 years. So it's now a felony charge, apparently. Uh, I didn't watch the dash cam Jeez, footage, but he awful is awful strict. Yeah, he. Well, I know, right? But he is. Uh, uh, apparently, he was real fucked up, and the cops pulled their guns on him, um, which is pretty intense. Uh, yeah, I would say that's pretty intense. Yeah, and so this seems like it might have been related to an ongoing issue in WWE, where he was they thought he failed a drug test that maybe he didn't fail, but. They wanted him to go to rehab. He refused, and they left, and now he's in AEW, and I hope they're not, like, enabling him, but Tony Khan did release a statement that Jeff Hardy is suspended without pay until he, like, completes some sort of rehabilitation situation. Yeah. Um, they were supposed to challenge for... He and his brother, Matt Hardy, were supposed to challenge for the uh, AEW World Tag Team titles on Dynamite this week in a three-way ladder match. They are now no longer advertised for that. Um, and I hope Jeff gets the help that he needs here because he's battled this stuff before and come out on top again, but it seems like he's fallen victim to it again. But it's really, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen to him because it's the third time now. Um, don't throw it all away for Dave and Buster's, folks. Yeah, it's I not mean, worth it. Jeez, you know, at least Barcade. I don't think they have those. They don't have, they're not nationwide, you're right. Um, uh, so that sucks. But hey. It does suck. But hey, uh, you heard it here first, folks. It I, sucks. Yeah, but hey, Gunther or Gunther performs. He performed on oh, SmackDown. Oh, how good! And he how good for him. He beat. Yeah, it was good for him because he beat Ricochet for the Intercontinental Championship. Um, and then on commentary, they said it was his first major championship in WWE. And what's funny about that is he was the NXT United Kingdom champion for two years. <laughs> Uh, but they don't care really about that. And if, I guess if you're going to use the word major on a championship, there must be some minor ones. And NXT UK is like the least important brand. Yeah, I mean, that seems WWE. fair. Like major yeah, yeah. championship. Like, yeah, the championships that everyone's heard of. Yeah. So uh, so that was the thing. It was a pretty short match, but it was um, a thing that happened. It was fairly uneventful other than him winning the title. I mean, kind of sucks for Ricochet, but I'm happy that Gunter, which they also can't agree on, like how you pronounce it, because he says Gunter, the ring announcer says Gunter, all the commentators say Gunther, mm. so I don't know um, what it's supposed to be. But German's a hard language. Yeah, you have to capitalize every noun when you write in German. Every proper noun is capitalized. Well, every proper noun. Well, every pro- uh, proper nouns are always capitalized, aren't they? 
Well, I mean, proper nouns like, are like names and things. But every yeah, noun no, you're no, saying no, like no. couch would like be... yeah, 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 yeah. You capitalize all the nouns. It's very. That seems unnecessary. That seems like a mistake you somebody look like made. You don't that's believe just... me. Well, I'm not saying I don't believe you. I I believe you. I just don't think that it's. I, I think that German, it's wrong. I took German for two years. No, I believe you're you an know expert what else they in do? German. You know what else they do that'll really drive you nuts? They put all the adjectives on the end of the sentence. So then you got to mix and match what they were talking about. You got to figure out what was read. No, well, I mean, you have to like say like, oh, this couch is gray and comfortable. Oh, no, wait. Like, you would never say, like, this gray, comfortable couch. You would say, this couch, which is gray and comfortable. You oh, know it, what I mean? Like, it's like you always say the adjectives after. It does seem like a very German way to after talk. After the noun. It's yeah. Very, like, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I it's you were... very hard. I got a D. <laughs> oh. It was bad. I was not good at it. But it mostly because it is just hard to ri- mm-hmm. write. It seems um, like a lot. They got they put a lot of spice on the letters too. Like yeah, umlaut. They got like umlauts. That. Yeah, you know, I thought you meant that they were, you're going to be like, like the couch, the table, the television, comfortable, gray, brown, and then you said they had to figure out what the adjectives no. related to. Yeah, it's like no. a, every German sentence, like a little. Little word problem you got to figure out. No, it's Sudoku not puzzle that. It is tricky, oh. but it's not that tricky. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, interesting. That sounds annoying. Um, uh, but if I grew up speaking German and learned English, I'd be like, we're putting the... Oh, this is so inefficient. Why are we putting the... <laughs> You're making me wait to find out what you are talking about when you are talking about something gray and comfortable, I don't know what context to put it in because I have no idea what comes yes, next. I know it is gray. I know it is comfortable, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> Tell me what it is first and then I can decide if it was gray and comfortable. I will first in my head picture a couch and then I will add gray and then I will add comfort. And you will not interrupt me while I imagine these things. <laughs> I will imagine them to completion. And then we will discuss. And then we will discuss whether you remembered to capitalize the word couch because it is the noun of the sentence. The most important thing. We're supposed to be learning math. And blackout. All right. That's a, yeah, that's a good one. Um, anyway... I forgot what I was talking about, but uh, we talked about German. You were talking about Gunter and how they can't pronounce it right. Yeah, so he performed, um, and he's the Intercontinental Champion, which means he'll now, uh, you think that's good, but it probably means he'll be left off of every single pay-per-view, and he'll just have the title for a while and not really do anything with it, and then he'll lose it to somebody randomly. Um, That sounds fun. I don't want to be that pessimistic about it, but it just is the evidence. Um, yeah, I anyway. think it's okay to be. I don't think being pessimistic is what that is. I think it's just being realistic. Yeah, that's what Ricochet did. I don't think Ricochet was on a single pay per view the entire several months that he was the Intercontinental Champion. I haven't even seen Ricochet since he was in NXT. Yeah, well, you haven't missed much. <laughs> he really has done truly almost nothing. Um, they almost got me one time with a. Bra- I didn't. Re- I knew they were doing this to get people to watch this, like this uh, Saudi Arabian show that they were doing. Uh, where Ricochet was supposed to face Brock Lesnar for the uh, the WWE Championship. 
And I was like, he, Brock, this match is going to be like 30 seconds. I think it was a minute and a half. I didn't watch it because I knew Ooh. this was going to happen. It's like a minute and a half. I don't think Ricochet got any offense in and Brock Lesnar just beat him. And it's just like, oh, why man. Why do we even do this? Yeah, that's um, And then uh, they almost got me on SmackDown as I was fast forwarding through it to watch that Intercontinental title match. Um, there was a Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus match to qualify for the Money in the Bank ladder match oh. that's coming up. Ooh, and I was like, up. it's coming up. And I thought, you know what? Maybe I'll watch this because those guys are good together. Maybe this will be fun. But I was like, you know what? I don't want to spend all the time watching this. I've watched enough wrestling. I'm not going to do this. And then I fast forwarding through it. And then sure enough, I didn't even find this out because I didn't really pay attention. I was fast forwarding. But I found out later there was a non-finish. There was some sort of like double disqualification. Say like a 20 minute match with no ending, which mm. in a just like is they're going to have a rematch or whatever in a bubble fine you could do this just the wwe does this stuff all the time to the point where i knew that it was probably not going to have a real finish yeah and it didn't yeah um so it's just like i don't know why watch smackdown uh i did watch the main event of matt riddle versus Sami Zayn, which was fine uh, i just like Sami Zayn, so i figured i would i would watch it um and because matt riddle beat him he gets a title shot against Roman Reigns at an undisclosed time and place, which I assume is Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Um, so that'll be fun, I guess. Why not? Money, 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 money. Yeah. In the bank. In the b- 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 bank, bank. Is that the song? No. They have a song, not. don't they? For Money in the Bank. Oh, they do. They have, it's like money, 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 money. Yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah, something. It's not money, 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 money. That's like a real song. Yeah, I know. That's There's another one. It's like, it does just go money, 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 money. Um, I bet they wanted that real song. They couldn't get it. They probably wish they could for free. Yeah, that's I don't think what they, I mean. Yeah, they never wanted to pay for it. That's what um, I mean. And then, uh, so that Stand happened. A bunch of copyright law. A bunch of bullshit happened. Um, there was another thing I was gonna. Oh, there was, there was like a wildly incorrect like ad that like an email that went out from I think WWE or from the arena that they were doing a um a show at, uh, and it was like everything was like mistyped and it looked like spam. Oh, and uh the the main one that has been very popular was Seth freaking Rollins was written as Seth Franklin Rollins, and people oh, have just no. been having a field day with this. The oh, point, no. I think they should have a t-shirt that says Seth, Frank, Seth Franklin Rollins. They it, should. It's even better. It's it's funny as a middle name, but it's even funnier because it's technically quoted, so it looks like a nickname. Yeah. So. Oh, Franklin. That's my nickname, I not Seth. Call, I hope everyone calls him Franklin from now on. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, Frankie. I think he changed his Twitter name to Seth Franklin Rollins. That's funny. Um, and uh, yeah, so he's, he's It doing will be that. funny when he inevitably does some kind of storyline that requires him to wear a suit and glasses and show up and say, hi, Seth F. Rollins, attorney at law. Oh, man, I can't wait. He's going to have a briefcase and everything. It's going to be great. Seth uh, Franklin Rollins. Esquire. There is a wrestler named Eddie Edwards. He's currently in Impact Wrestling, and he... Edward Edwards? Well, because he was... Um, he was just like a you know an indie wrestler guy who was fun or whatever, and then he went to Impact and became this like hardcore wrestling guy that wears like jorts and stuff, and he mm-hmm. uses weapons and shit. But I've just been dying for like at least ten years for him yeah. to sell out, become a corporate sellout heel who wears a suit 
and call himself Edward Edwards, and he has never done it, and it's, mm. fu- it's driving me crazy. Eddie, well, you gotta that. become Edward Edwards. Yeah, hey, Eddie Edwards, become Edward Edwards. Your career is not complete until you've had a suit-wearing run as Edward Edwards. Yeah, wear a suit and some glasses. Yeah, oh, the glasses, business, yeah. Be a business guy. That's right. Hardcore business. Hardcore business. Oh, I'm glad everybody's here. Uh, have a seat. Um <laughs> All right, uh, that's actually all the. That's crap. all you had. That's all I had this short. week. I tried. Were you to... expecting me to talk about Jurassic Park for a very long time? No. Were you like banging on it? No, I just like. Were you banging on me, going on some kind of Dominion rant? I just like sometimes do too much, and this one I felt like I had, I had a no, good amount of good. stuff, and I just was like, no, it's good. I think you I did also a good tried job. harder this time to 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 to, to focus. Wow, that's cool. I put all the adjectives at the end. Yeah, no, I think you did a great job. I'm just surprised, and I, um, I'm also kind hungry because I haven't eaten I'm dinner. Flattered that you think I could talk about. Well, I'm going to talk about Jurassic Park for the next 20 minutes. Okay. Okay. So no, I'm not really going to do that. Oh, well, I at be... least one of our two listeners was very excited about that. I thought I thought it was a good movie, though. I mean, I thought it was like a fun. It's a fun. It's movie. a fun movie, it is, folks. It is. It is down to 29 percent on Tomatoes. Good. And it only makes me like oh, it more. Good. Yes. If this movie was like 90 percent, I'd be like, okay. Yeah. But the 20, I'm like, it is so much better than 29 percent. So much better. But it, this is the thing. This is the thing that not a lot of people appreciate about Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't mean anything, and it's broken everybody's brains. It has. Because there is not a way that you can grade art with a percentage. No. Like, it completely undermines what the experience of seeing a movie is, which is personal to everybody. Like, there are movies that have... Like, there are movies that have been nominated for Oscars that I hate. hmm Hate. Like, hate. Like and one. not like hate what? in, like, a fun way. Well, like, let's say... Okay. The Darkest Hour, you know that Winston Churchill one that um, mm-hmm. What's His Face got nominated for. That was not a fun movie, and it, it like I can hate a movie and still like a movie because at least hating something is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. When I say I hate this movie, I mean I almost turned it off because I was so bored. And then there's a scene where they CGI him onto the London tube, and like people say his infamous winston churchill speech to him in some kind of like not quite a dream sequence just a really cheesy aside moment it's it's awful it's a terrible film and it's very boring i should say which Mm -hmm. is i think the worst thing a movie can be for real jurassic and i also you know i also hated the new matrix Oh yeah, we had we disagreed about this heavily, but I almost I would have walked out of that Matrix movie, yeah, if not for you, and so, but both of those movies, incredibly rate incredibly much higher on Rotten Tomatoes than Jurassic World Dominion does. Mm. I can't talk tonight for some reason. It's okay. But anyway, I want to say, sorry, I, my brain farted, and then I freaked out the fact that I wasn't talking, and now I'm like, uh oh. Well, Jurassic World Dominion, I was just thinking about this just to save you real quick. I do Every once in a while I remember we're recording a podcast yeah, and yeah. I freak out a little bit. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like I'm like, oh oh no. Uh, this is live. I, I said that wrong. This is live on WFAN. Uh yeah. this, well, I was just gonna say that yeah, I, I you know, I naturally put some stock into rotten tomatoes as as we all do. And but lately I've really been like getting getting rid of my like, yeah. getting rid of it from my brain because I'm like there's so many movies that would be like, oh, I loved this movie when I was younger. And then I'd be like, 
it's got a 40%. Wait, what? And it's Here's, like, oh, it doesn't. And, and also, yeah. like, even like um, Doctor Strange came out. Doctor Strange is super fun. And people were like, I mean, I guess it's got a 75%, which is not bad uh, no. on Rotten Tomatoes. But it is like, I don't know. I just, I, I think it's, it should be more personal now unless like, I feel like we really love, this is an age of being hypercritical of shit. And also because you can have an opinion on something almost immediately, mm-hmm. people, I think, really love to like, um, well, have also, a feeding frenzy where you're shitting on something because it's more fun to shit on something. There's also like, a, there's, a, there's a difference between like a critic writing a review. True. And people you know just having criticism or like saying oh that movie's bad right Mm -hmm. because a critic writing a review is never just going to say this movie's bad because that's not what criticism is yeah criticism is like engaging with the work and writing about it and analyzing it and noting where it's successful and where it's failed and la di la and it's like a very Mm -hmm. active thing and um it requires a lot of thoughtfulness and a lot of like paying attention to you know what you're what you're critiquing yeah and then i think that that's why rotten tomatoes stinks because you get this number and this number doesn't do anything like that this number doesn't tell you like oh i thought this was good and this was bad or you know the premise is interesting but it ex- it doesn't execute fully like it doesn't explain the number doesn't mean anything yeah. like that and a lot of a lot of critics don't use a number right exactly not not every critic uses like a star rating or anything so even trying to aggregate it just doesn't make any sense yeah and also rotten tomatoes does not include all famously does not include all critics you have to be approved by rotten tomatoes to be a critic for rotten and a lot of them are not very good critics i remember when was it was it turning red it was some it was some movie that had like a kind of an alt-right uh backlash or whatever oh uh and it was i did well, see like one of like them was about scores well i'm just saying uh, one of the oh is eternals eternals one oh. of some of the rotten like one of the rotten tomatoes ones i saw was like the chicago christian times or whatever and yeah. it was like i think it was eternals it was something that was getting a lot of like right-wing backlash and it mm. was like oh because there's like a gay character in it and so people were like review bombing it oh um, yeah well there are audience scores and things like that but yeah no, it wasn't I, the audience score it was a critic Oh, it was okay. one of the critic scores. And that's why I was like, oh, oh that means nothing to be a Rotten Tomatoes critic. Because oh. this is somebody who's clearly biased, who clearly has like, no, you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're coming at I it from I an angle. What, I, don't, I don't know what that outlet is. But I know like Christian like Christian Science Monitor and stuff, th- that's like a a fairly regular publication. Oh, okay. So sometimes it can say Christian in the title and not mean. Okay, well, maybe I am just. Crazy. But I mean, maybe you could I'm be the right. biased one. Maybe that review did have a problem with a gay character. I don't know. It was a it was a bad review. So yeah. Well, did it say the gay character? Or something? I didn't read it. I oh. went off the headline. See, see, this is exactly what I'm talking about. It's a website that encourages us to jump to conclusions based on little information. It's true. You're right. And I also have known people who like refuse to see movies that don't have at least like 80 percent on Rotten Tomatoes or something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like the dumbest thing you can do with your life because some of the best movies. I've ever seen are under that 40% mark because that's the, that's the area where people took big fucking swings Yeah, and sometimes they miss and sometimes they hit, but like not for everyone. And like, that's where your cult classics live. That's yeah. where like the, the stuff that really, you know, takes a 
chance and does something interesting lives you know and also 90 percent, a lot of like some of those aren't even very good movies no because also there's definitely like i'm sure darkest hour has like 90 percent or something and also i'm sure there's an element of like uh payola like the radio thing where you can probably pay rotten tomatoes to yeah i'm sure you can like manipulate that score because there's like you said it's not like it's like oh everybody uses this system yeah, and every critic is basing it off of this this yeah. out of a hundred percent, and we can like I mean it can be they they can manipulate that number however they want, right? You know, yeah, no, and also I've always thought it was a little um weird that some movie trailers you'll see like have the Rotten Tomatoes logo in them, yeah, and yeah. they're like we've got ninety percent on Rotten Tomatoes, yeah, and I don't know that I've ever seen a movie do that and then watched the movie and been like what, but I see what you mean in the sense that I wonder if they have to license the Rotten Tomatoes logo yeah, yeah. and like pay them for that. I'm not saying there's like, like a huge conspiracy or anything. No, but, just, but you know how like I mean, I, on restaurant doors and stuff, it'll say like, we've been really well reviewed on Yelp and you know, all that stuff. It's like, yeah, so how much money is Yelp giving you? There's something going on there. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's probably just more like what you're saying. How we, you know, we are you know, just looking at some, you know, kind of bullshit number and not really paying attention to like the yeah. actual art of the movie well, i mean a lot of critics um, i know don't even like rotten tomatoes because it undermines their work you know yeah. like why read someone's movie review when you can just go look at a number for two seconds yeah. you know like why decide what to see when you can just go look at some percentage and let that decide for you yeah um anyway go I, see jurassic world dominion go see jurassic world dominion Make a bunch of money for for those people who put their blood, sweat, and tears in to give us a good dinosaur chomp chomp romp. Yeah. That's what I'm going to call it. Dinosaur chomp chomp romp. Yeah. Dino chomp romp. And? Chomp? Romp? Stomp? Yeah, yeah. Okay. How do you, where do you think dinosaurs would put the adjective in a sentence? Oh. <sighs> In the distant past. Mm. Is that your final thought? Yep, that's it. Okay, great. Right. Um, good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good wrestling and good dinosaurs. Arsh. 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 Arsh.